welcome. We invite you to open up your minds and your hearts. And join us, for I am not that. Liberating the self from the self. And now your hosts, Tezra and Koa. Welcome, welcome everyone. Hello, hello. Aloha. Namaste. Namaste. Yes. My name is Tezra. And I'm Koa. And we are the co-hosts of I Am Not That podcast. Liberating the self from the self. And we are so elated to have to introduce to you our guest today. Um, Hearing him speak, uh, you guys are in for a treat. You are in for a total treat. And it's something that we need. It's something that pushes our pushes us past what we know and what we're familiar with. And that's what we need to grow and to expand. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to introduce you all to uh, Reverend Michael J.S. Carter. Um, He is an author. He's a reverend. uh, He conducts classes. Uh, He also is on a a TV show on the History Channel. So we're going to get into all of that in a little bit. He's um, a proud papa. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we're going to allow him just to. Oh, I was going to say, oh, and at times, quite literally, out of this world, like it's just... <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. But yeah. you will understand what we mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Reverend, why don't you just go ahead and uh, give us a little bit about yourself? Okay. Well, uh, I'm from Baltimore uh, uh, originally, and I moved to New York. Oh my God. And. Uh, Oh, sounds like a lifetime ago. I was there for about 30 years, um, close to 30 years. I was in the theater, but I always, from the time I was a child, I was always into religion. And then I later found out I was more into spirituality. And sometimes they're the same thing, sometimes they're not. And I wound up leaving, you know, I had my 15 minutes of fame. I did some commercials here and there. I did some off-Broadway stuff. And I just got in, I went to Union Seminary, you know, up to, you know, in New York. And so... Um, this is the truncated version. And so I went to New York thinking I was going to be Denzel Washington and I wound up getting into, oh my, I don't know what I got into, but, but I'm glad I got into it, you know, metaphysics and, and, and psychic phenomenon and, you know, just that whole rubric. And I got married, you know, twice there. Um, and we moved down South, live in North Carolina now. Uh, the wheels came off the marriage, but we're really good co-parents. And they, uh, my daughter and her, my ex live about 25 minutes from me. I was over there today. And, uh, you know, so I'm just on this journey. And uh, I'm, it's an exciting time. Uh, you know, 2020 for me was a great year. Uh, but I always say this for me, because I always kind of did the trajectory of my own growth. But a lot of good things happened but I realize I'm part of a collective. And so I get it, it's been, a, it's been a bear of a year for a lot of folks. So it's always about walking, at least for me, walking both end instead of either or, because I've just been very, very fortunate. Yeah, and I, that's, and I, and I just know that. Yeah, and that's beautiful. And that's what my teacher, my spiritual teacher, that's what she says, to try to live in the scene, you know, because there's uh-huh. both sides and so- yeah. She urges us and encourages us to live in the scene because Koa and I have the same exact story as you do. Uh, 2020 was a great year <laughs> yes. for us. And, and, and I'm like, telling, what? 
Yeah, I know it sounds crazy, right? But it's not. And it is a relative reality and you control your relative reality. Mm -hmm. um, and so in our relative reality is kind of rooted and based in the absolute reality as much as we can. Yes, yes. That's yes. why the 2020 was a, such an auspicious year in many ways. And I'm gonna tell you when the first onset of 2020, Cola can attest to this. I got so excited because I was being pulled into uh, really delving in and committing more and more to my practice, but I didn't have time to because I, that means I would have to stop working yeah. or I'm missing out on something. But when I knew that we were coming to a pause, Reverend, I got so, I was like a kid in the candy store. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my yeah. gosh. And the first two weeks I was kind of lazy, but then yeah. the third I was like, Tessa, you got to get off your ass because if you don't use this time to do what you were called to do and what, you know, you received this energy and the spirit to do, sure. you're going to regret it. So, yeah. 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 It's, it's, yeah. It's always trying to, yeah. I, I hear you. I know I was talking to a friend of mine just the other day and, you know, I read a lot and I said, I love the life of the mind. I know that it's, we're beyond that, but I love it. And it was the privilege of, being able to think and write. I mean, if you're going to practice an, an intellectual discipline or whatever discipline, you have to have time. Yeah. And sometimes you make the time and sometimes the universe gives you the time. Yes. But it's up to you what you do with it. That's and nice. if you're an, in, I'm, see, I'm an introvert as far as the Myers-Briggs because the way they frame it is, where do you get your energy? Now I can cut up and I'll be at holiday things, you know, well, back in the day, now it's kind of different, but, and I could you know, laugh and joke and be the life of the party. I could do that for an hour or two, but I get my energy from being alone. So I have to recharge. And I have a lot of friends and my ex, she's an extrovert. So this has been particularly difficult because they get their energy from other people. And uh -huh. if you're quarantined or if you're, you're in the house, that's, you know, you got to find another way to cope. So, yeah. You know. Yeah, it's interesting, as Tez was just saying a moment ago, how, you know, it, it's all it's all relative, you create your own experience. Um, but just like, um, I, I guess you can definitely relate a, as an actor, you know, when the when the stage is set for you, when when certain things are put in, in, in your in your presence, that can actually help you to sculpt your reality, even though it's uh, it's yeah. always up to you. But yeah, yeah once something yeah. The, the world around you comes to a, a halt and everything is quiet and the, you don't even hear the crickets, is that quiet? You know, it's like, yes. what are you going to do? Are you going to like start, oh, I can't take it, I need to be doing something? Or do you, do you, you know, look at yourself, get that time to reflect? Yeah. Do you feel yeah. comfortable facing yourself, you know, and having that downtime? Some people were really like, tripping because they had too yeah. much time on their hands. And we were like really like ecstatic to actually be able to reflect and grow and have that moment because it's always jumping on a train, jumping off a train, going here, going there. I know. to be doing something. So I know you, yeah, you know, it's the, the easy. stage was set perfectly. Oh in that my moment. God. Yeah. 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 It's, it, yeah. The universe has the wisdom. I couldn't have planned this better. Yeah. Uh, but but because but, uh, I'd have gotten in the way, I'd have messed it up, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'd have tried to control it, you know, mm. but um, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'm excited about life ahead of time and, you know, what's coming down the pike. You don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm not the eternal optimist, but I'm I'm thinking that we're turning the page, at least some of us. And uh, it, it, there's a new world coming. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, the people who are wedded to the old world, and I'm not, it's not good or bad, but they're going to hold on. 
Mm. Well, they might because they're afraid, and you know, they're you know, fear. Boy, that that that's that's a motivator, and uh, and so you're going to hold on to the old way. But like, who was it? Victor Hugo's. Nothing is as powerful as an idea whose time has come. And you look all over the globe, and people are saying, "Man, I just want to be free. I, you know, I, I'm tired of this way. You know, I, uh, this government stuff. It, it, I, I need a new politics. I need." a new way to look at life. And it's everywhere, all these protests and um, whether it's a BLM protest that, that's going on big time now in, in, in Britain and whether it's what's going on in Hong Kong and Singapore, this is global. And I'm not saying it's just gonna fall into place, but people are, there's a different frequency. There's a different vibration. And if you can get with it, then, you know, you see where it takes you. And if you can't get with it, these are going to be the most scary times if you can't let go because it's a new world happening. I don't, I, and I'm not saying that we won't destroy ourselves because we know we can do that, but we have a, a choice. We have a choice. And so um, it's just about which way you want to go. So um, you're you're absolutely right, and we both agree with that because we mm -hmm. are on the cusp of. I know Dr. Northrop calls it the Great Awakening. Yeah, I, I call it the spiritual evolution, but we are on the cusp of that, and uh, and it's about the transformation. So I want to get more into that because you mm -hmm. touched on it a little bit. But yeah. um, can you just give us a little bit of background of your upbringing, your humble beginnings? Like I know. Oh God, yes. Okay. Yeah, you know, thank you for bringing me back. I was just, I don't know where I was going. Um, I was born in Baltimore, you know, you know, Baptist, you know, um, parents worked for the government. Um, my, my, my father, my biological dad, I didn't meet him until later on. So my stepdad raised me, um, lived in Baltimore, Maryland, uh, grew up in the projects. And then, you know, like the Jeffersons, we kind of tried to move on up and that worked for a minute. But when you moved up, I look back now and I see what happened, but um, I was into religion. Like I said, it was like maybe a past life. I just felt comfortable whether I was in a Catholic church or a mosque or a evangelical or, you know, a Pentecost. I just, it was like a past life thing. I was okay with it. And so I, I wasn't kind of like, well, you don't believe like I do. And I got baptized. I mean, you know, at one time, I, Jesus was my Lord and Savior. You know, I, I went through that and and I still respect that. It's just not my path now. Uh, I have a brother. Well, I had a brother. He was murdered. Um, he got shot in a robbery in Baltimore back in 95. Uh, I kind of escaped that kind of life. Um, and uh, we were very close. He was three years younger than me. I moved to New York, as I said, uh, thinking I was going to be, you know, Denzel or Mario Van Peebles or somebody. And I, you know, I got my 15 minutes of fame. I get a pension when I turn 65, which is only two years away. Um, it's not a lot, but, you know, and so, you know, that, you know, that, that's it. And I just, I just said, I wasn't happy doing this. So I went back to religion, but at that time I was started studying metaphysics, tarot cards, you know, reading, or, I mean, just everything I could get my hands on. And it, it changed me. And then I, you know, I had those experiences that I talk about, you know, um, uh, with off-world intelligences and stuff like that. That's truncated, but this is where I am now. I'm, a, you know, um, been married and divorced twice, still good friends with my exes. One is in New York and one 
is the mother of our child and um, I, 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 I live a good life. Uh, you know. Wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. Um, so I know that you're, you know, you say, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And yes. you are or not leave. <laughs> or leave. Yeah. Well, me too, because um I had kind of the same trajectory where mm -hmm. I was you no, know, I was a Bible thumper, you oh, know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> it began to not click as well. And so I had to listen to that. Long story yes. short, though, uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer was my first ah, teacher. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. So we definitely share that in common. Yeah. But, um, so shall we kind of like dive in? And Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, you know, I, I was curious, I just want you to touch on, because you just brought off uh, off-world intelligence, just just really quickly, I, I have a curiosity, Did was there anything that you could cite as maybe, why, you know, it's always, it's just so many people in the world, like, why me? Like, did, did something ever get, did you start to change your vibration before? Like, what do you think drew yeah. that experience to you? Well, well, uh, you know, listen, I, 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 I was studying a lot. And uh, so the teachers appeared, um, uh, you know, and I don't want to make it like a magic wand where, boy, these, these individuals started showing up and my whole life changed. I was, well, my life did change. I was on my way. I had gotten out of the Baptist box. And as I told you, I started reading existential stuff. I started, you know, Camus and Kierkegaard. And, you know, I was just broadening my horizon intellectually and spiritually. I did not believe in UFOs, man. I did not, I haven't to this day, the only Star Trek I've ever watched was, and that was because Avery Brooks was on Deep Space Nine. I bought the, the whole series a couple of years ago because I saw, oh, black people are in the in, in the 30th century and shit. I was like, man, I need to get that. <laughs> uh, but, 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 uh, I, yeah, I was a mess. I mean, I didn't believe it. I remember someone when I was in Baltimore, uh, I don't know, the, I don't remember how we got on the subject, but this guy said to me, we were downtown, and he said, you don't believe in UFOs? And I said, no. And he, he looked like he was surprised. And he said, why? I said, because it wasn't in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what a difference 30, 40 years makes. Um, a psychic friend of mine, I had a dear, dear friend who's crossed over. Uh, his name was Michael Gene Ashley. A very handsome man, uh, just, a, just a, 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 a gentle soul. He was the most accurate psychic I've, he could have worked, I swear, I, he could have worked for the government, he was so accurate. He didn't know that he had this gift until he took a class called the silver, silver mind control method. You may have heard of it. I still have the tapes in there. And it, it's self-hypnosis. And I still listen to his tapes. And some of the stuff that he was telling me is still coming true. It's, it's self-hypnosis. But anyway, he told me, and I didn't mention this to him. I went to his house. He lived up on 147th and Riverside. And I met him because he was an actor. And one day I walked in his house and he was going to give me a reading. And he said, you know, brother, next time you come to my house, you need to tell me when you're going to bring people with you. I was like, what are you talking about, brother? He said, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, I didn't. But he had described the beings that I saw, I had not told anybody yet. Mm. He saw them. He told me that I was selected at birth, but I wanna be clear, not for me. I don't believe it was anything special. We didn't get into that because I believe I probably, 
agreed to this between lives. But he said that I, 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 they've been my friends since Atlantis and before, and that I'm just back here doing a different thing at mm. this particular time. But again, I don't have any messianic thing of grandeur, like I'm chosen or because a lot of people are seeing these people. But that's, so that's what I knew. That's what I found out from him. Okay, so so let me pause and make it clear for our audience. So. So Reverend Michael J.S. Carter. What Just call me Michael. Just call me Michael. Michael. Okay. So Michael <laughs> is uh, an author of a book called Alien Scriptures. Yes. Uh, Extraterrestrial in the Holy Bible. So yes. that is what he's talking about. He actually had a direct experience and that he's going to share with us. Yeah. And then we're going to get back and go a little bit more deeper into his story. But yes, yes. so he is the author of that book, Barry uh, should be a very riveting book. Um, and then the TV show is called Ancient Alien. And you actually have an episode coming up tomorrow. Yeah, there was one last week. I flew out. I, I flew back to New York to shoot some episodes that w one will air tomorrow and one aired last week. I don't know because I don't get cable. It's too much money. Oh, okay. I, I can't, I, I can't, why? I can't afford it. But um, <laughs> uh, no, no, because I, I love to watch the football and the, the NBA. Right. Yeah. So, um, um, and then I flew out to Elvis in LA about two weeks ago for almost a week. We're shooting, we, we shot something called the working title is ancient William Shatner meets ancient aliens. Now that's going to air in January. And you know, you think William Shatner being on Star Trek, but he did not believe in life on other planets. Yeah. Mm. I was, that was very that. strange. That was not strange, but it was interesting. But yeah, what had happened was I, and I have four books actually. Um, but that's the first book I wrote. That was my master's thesis. And the publisher said, you need to tell people what happened to you. But I was afraid at that time because, you know, you could lose your job. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember telling a minister friend of mine about what happened. We were doing an anti-racism training together. And she said to me, she said, I won't mention her name. She said, Michael, I believe you. I think that probably happened to you. She said, but if you want to have a, um, a career in this mm -hmm. denomination, which was Unitarian University, he said, don't ever tell that story again. Uh, and so I didn't. But then later on, I put my big boy pants on and I had to come out of the closet, as it were. But I was in um, Mexico with my with my first, well, my first wife, but we weren't married at the time. And we went to um, Cancun and on, on we went to Chichen Itza and Tulum on a bus ride on the Yucatan Peninsula. We wanted to see the Mayan ruins and the pyramids. And again, I do not, i not thinking about UFOs, nothing. And uh, that night when we got back to New York, uh, this was December 28, 1989. And I went to a party. Uh, I wanted to show off my tan, you know, I was really dark and hair was, well, you know, and plus they were freezing their asses off in New York. I kind of wanted to gloat. And when I got there, it was in Hell's Kitchen, you know, no adult beverages. There were deviled eggs. I, I just, I had tons of them. I mean, I don't know why. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I love them, but you know, that keep the windows open. Anyway, so we went to sleep. I, I, I was cold. I got on the subway at Times Square and went to sleep, went home. And I don't know to this day whether I had to go to the bathroom or what. There was a presence in the room. And when I turned around, there was a being at the edge of, of our bed. This is at the Excelsior Hotel. Still there, 45 West 81st Street between Columbus and the park. 
and we were living on the 1506 residential hotel. There was a being at the foot of my bed about four feet tall. He wasn't like the grays, but he had that phenotype, but he was chalk white. Could have been a woman. I'm just saying he, which is something for me maybe I should look at, but I don't know what sex it was, but, and, or even had a sex. And um, four feet tall, chalk white, the big pear-shaped head had those wraparound eyes and had a jumpsuit on, like a turtleneck, like a jumpsuit that looked like Reynolds wrap. And I thought, I mean, I've had a brother pull a gun on me. Okay, so I know if I had a cop put a gun up to my head, but I was not as afraid that night. That that was it. Okay, guns or whatever. No. Um, <laughs> I, I, I still wasn't afraid like I was afraid then. And, you know, he looked at me, I looked at him, and I pulled the covers up over my head. Now, Sandy either could not or did not wake up. And now when I read the literature, sometimes the other person's frozen or they, whatever they do. And I was, I have never been that afraid. And I got in the fetal position and I pulled the covers up over my head. And when I did that, I heard this whoosh, like I was outside, the temperature changed. When I pulled the covers down, I said, you know, be a man, at least look at, I pulled the covers down and no one was there. Oh yeah, I screamed like a woman probably. I was like, uh, and I don't mean that in a sexist way. I mean, I was like, I'm not a macho guy. Okay, so it was no macho, okay? It was no thug, and no, I was scared. And um, I told her about it and she's a deeply spiritual person and we talked about it and she didn't say, what the hell are you talking? And um, it started happening every full moon and new moon. So twice a month, of course I went to a mental health professional. Okay, because I, was, I wasn't sleeping. Uh, I, I was afraid to turn the light off. Up, up until about five years ago, I would not turn the light off. Like, like keeping the light, it would keep them from coming on. No, but, uh, and then I, you know, I went under hypnosis and I went to therapy. And, you know, the, the, the first therapist I, I went to specialized and she said, you can think, I'm not gonna tell you whether it's good news or bad news. She just says, but the good news is you're not crazy. This stuff happens. But my life started changing. Um, um, my, uh, my psychic ability, intuitive ability went off the charts. My hair and nails grew. Mm. I mean, like super quick. And I didn't need any sleep. Even to this day, now I can't do it like a, I, if I, I can get by on four and a half, five hours sleep. I can't do it for months at a time like I used to with them. Then I started studying Reiki. You know, it was like they were pushing me to stuff, and they kept coming and they wouldn't talk to me. They would, uh, they, they would, their mouths wouldn't move, but I could hear it in my head, like telepathy. Mm -hmm. It was some weird, it was weird. I, I'm going to tell you that. But then I started seeing different races. You know, I saw the grays. I saw reptilians. I saw these white boys. They were like blonde, blue-eyed white boys. They mm -hmm. looked like they came from Sweden or something. They healed. I had a blood clot in my leg and I saw a blue person that every, I, the Octurians. And then last summer, no, two summers ago, this was weird. I was, I was speaking at a UFO conference in Knoxville, Tennessee. And um, it's the first time I got a standing ovation. I was very surprised and proud 
about that. But this this woman was a she was a lawyer. Get this, she was a lawyer and she was a psychic. Hmm. And I I was like, you talk about left and right brain, and right. I just and I just said, uh, you know, she said, I you know I enjoyed you and da da da. da. And she said, I, can I read you? And I said, yeah. And she said, there's a, uh, these beings around you, they're like praying mantis. And I said, okay. And I know they're real intelligent or whatever, but you know, um, um, and she said, you know, you're gonna see one of them. And I said, oh, I probably will at some point. And no, she said, no. She said, I'm telling you in the next three days, you're gonna have a visit. And I was like, what are you gonna say to that? Okay. So the first night I didn't think of it. You know, I thought it was a joke. The second night, there was some weird energy in my house, but I didn't see anything. And then I just said, this is auto-suggestion. This is auto-suggestion, man. This is nothing. Ooh, nice. You got a nice big puppy back there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So, so anyway, um, and the third night, so I, 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 was, I was meditating. And I felt my mattress go down. And when I opened my eyes, there was the praying mantis right here, like, whoa. And then he just, well, she just like molecules just gone. I can show you, I can show you, hold on. I'll yes. show you, I'll show you, I'll show you him. Cause I had, I have somebody make up the, the races that I see, hold on, let's go. So while he's away, I just had to put our dog away because for some reason our dog is very disruptive. Uh, <laughs> this yeah. interview normally he's not that disruptive, but we're free and clear now. So okay, so okay, here we go. Now I got to be careful because they will break. These are the people that have come see me. They come to see me, and I have other people in my family to have it too, but I can't talk about it because that's their personal business. But no, because you know they got to work and go to work and all that. Right, okay. and so they're like, "Don't do that on me." Here's the person who came to see me. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So that yeah. looks like the traditional yeah. alien mantis. Yeah. Okay. So that's the last person. This is the Octurian person mm. who came to see me. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to have to watch YouTube to see this. It's very interesting. That's yeah. So that's the Octurian. At least that's what I was told. I just, I've never seen a blue person. Here's the reptilian person that came later on when I was living in New York. Okay, how did you react to that person? I'll, I'll let you guess. <laughs> <laughs> you thought I needed a diaper afterwards. If you thought this would scare you, this is, the, this is him. Only his head was bigger. Wow. He's yeah, he's the commander of the ship. I call him the commander. Hmm. And this is the white brother. It was uh, who who hmm. healed my blood clot. I, I feel like no. I met him before. I just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, I, brother, if you don't, maybe he'll see you tonight. So I've heard that those are are those are Palladians or yeah, they call them the Palladians or Nordics. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they, yeah. So you know, because this is really interesting, because um, you being a member of the HM. The HM is what I call the high melanins, which are black people. Yes. And the LMs are the low melanins, which are white people, because we're all on the same spectrum. Because I know people who've seen, people. I know people who've seen extraterrestrials that look like us. 
Exactly. So that's my point. Mm, yeah. So it goes beyond the skin color because I know well, they don't you, care about skin color. Right. <laughs> right. But that's an example of us. That's mm-hmm. an example of us how we yeah. should also not care about skin color. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and this is what the transformation is about. So um, let's talk about the delusion of separation, right? Because I don't know yeah. if they downloaded any information to you telepathically um, about what we human beings are doing to each other on this planet and how senseless that it is that we are we are destroying ourselves under the delusion of separation. Yes. So yes. can you kind of you know? Sh- sh- I can expound on that. I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, we've had Earth teach. I mean, King talked about it. Yeshua talked about it. But I mean, I mean, I think the key word that you say is the illusion, because we're not. I mean, we like I, I'm an anti-racism trainer. We know that there is no such thing as race. We know that 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 is a social construct. However, uh, and this has been going on since human beings have been on the planet. Uh, I think America has kind of perfected it uh, when we when the first twenty Angolans came here in 1619, but. Um, no, that, that, that's the illusion that we are not only separate from each other, but that we're separate from nature. Mm. That we're separate from, like there, there's a big maple tree out here. It's not maple. Anyway, there's a big tree out here that I talk to sometimes. I give it tobacco, like a sacrifice and what have you. But, you know, when you mention that to people or you don't, it's be, they're like, what are you crazy? But the point is, is that because we believe that we're not interconnected. Right. And that is the illusion. So sometimes learning something, breaking an old piece of knowledge is harder than learning something new. Because right. we've been, we've been, we, we're taught this at birth that life is a pie. And if you get more than me, there's not going to be enough left for me. Now, you and I, and you know, and, and Brother Cole, we all know that's illusion. But most people don't because they've been programmed otherwise. What they're trying to say is that not only are you destroying yourselves, but you're becoming a danger to us. You come out here and you bring these satellites and we know what you want. You want to weaponize space. That's why the UFO sightings have become, they became more frequent after Hiroshima and Nagasaki because we split the atom. And you want to talk about terrorism, we split it over civilian cities. These weren't military topic, uh, targets, but that's a whole other thing. So it's like they're saying we got some neighbors down the street and they're, they're not getting it. Okay, so we need to go keep an eye on these folks because they're going to do something stupid. Mm-hmm. And that's the illusion of, of, of separation that because your hair is kinkier, your lips sort of, I'm, I'm, I'm blue and you're red and I'm gay and you're straight. And we let all that get in the way, which is not new, but now we have the capabilities to destroy ourselves many times over. So we have the technology, but we don't have the spirituality. Not all of them do either, but at least the ones that I've been fortunate enough, they're a perfect blend of the spirituality and the technology. Hmm. So, so how do we bridge that gap? Because I mean, there's just so many people 
that, um, you know, especially our, our listeners and the listening um, base that we like to build are, are those who may be in the projects. They may, may be wherever they're from. They're just, they're just living the life as, as it's been, you know, handed out. So yes, yes. So if, if then you get people who start to, they get something's off. So they start reaching and looking for certain things and listening to a new podcast and, and even come across something like, I am not that. So we want to know, you know, do you have anything that you could, I don't know, even suggest about this, like, this how is, do you get yourself unprogrammed? This, this is how I suggest, okay? And it has nothing to do with our other brothers and sisters. It has everything to do with us. I'll tell you, and I was thinking about this before y'all called in a different context. I am very much into Eastern thought, whether it's Zen, I'm not, a, I'm not a Buddhist, but I use those precepts, that discipline, I particularly like Zen. But it's the non-attachment because see, we can't control, Jesus couldn't control it, okay? Jesus did not save the world. People were still acting a fool and cutting up and what have you. And they beat him up and spit on him and beat him all night and nailed him to a piece of wood. This is the thanks that people can get. King, they shot him in the jaw and severed his jaw. I mean, this is what we go. Now, those are extreme. But this is where fear can take you. What I have done, and I'm for your listeners, this is what I do. Because no one, can, no one has the question, the answer to that question, Brother Cole, yet. I just try to do what I can do. And I don't get attached to the outcome. I will plant my seeds, okay? And as the parable goes, some will fall on hard ground, rocky ground, soil. but that's all I can do. I cannot say, well, why don't you get in this? It's, I mean, Ray Charles can see this, man. Why can't you get this? Because you don't know the karma of that person. You don't know the life lessons they have, what seems to us, uh, so natural, because remember, one time we were like them. Somebody maybe a hundred years ago was saying, damn, Tesla and Cole, they are some hard-headed, you know what I'm saying? Well, Michael's a hard-headed, you know? So what, you know, I don't know what path they had or their karmic stuff or whatever. Mm -hmm. I just try to treat people the way I want to be treated or the way they want to be treated. I plant my seeds. When I preach on Sunday, once I walk out of the pulpit, I don't sit there and go, I wonder, did they get it? No, because I've done my job. The universe takes care of the rest. Because otherwise, you're not giving a gift. You, 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 you're caught up in the outcome. And Eastern thought says you need to be detached from that. Yeah. You did what you did. And if it's to grow, it will grow. But, but otherwise, you're going to need x lax you're going to need a, a, a excedrin because you, you're going to be so caught up with, I put this out there, why aren't they getting it? Maybe they're not ready for that lesson yet. Maybe they will get it when you're dead and gone or I'm dead and gone. Or maybe it doesn't really matter. All you're concerned with is I'm raising the vibration and frequency. And that's all I need to do. Because for me, that was a part of control. Not only do I have to give it to you, but I, I need to see that you, you're, I need to see the fruits. I need to see the land. That's not up for me. I found that my life is more peaceful when I mind my own business. And by that, I mean, you know, I say my lesson and, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not saying I don't, uh, uh, you know, I do what I do. I plant my seeds as a light worker or whatever you want to call us. 
But I really do. I have learned to leave it there because otherwise I'm too attached. You're not getting it fast enough. Why aren't you getting it? Why is the world at, at 63 years old? I realize now um, it's, it's for me and people may disagree. It's an, it's, I used to say, why isn't there world peace? Well, you not you can't get three people to agree on something. There's a car accident out there. We all see it different ways. Nine billion people on the planet are not going to all vibrate on the same frequency. That, that that's just not reality. And we can sing about it and all that. I'm not saying don't because you work towards it. You work towards it, and then the next generation takes it, and after that. But to expect that everybody's going to be on the same page at the same time. Um, we just got rid of a, a president who was a young soul, right? I mean, he mm -hmm. still believed that sex and drugs and power were the way to, you know, and that's just where he is. Mm -hmm. And he may leave this planet there and then when he comes back, but what can you do? He's got, that's the metaphysical part. Lord knows the abuse he took as a child or what have you. So I do, I spread a little love, what I think is love. And if you can accept that, we can continue. But if you can't, that's okay too. It also keeps yeah. me from judging people. It also keeps me from thinking I'm better because I can go there because I'm a deeply spiritual person. Now I earn that over lifetimes and sometimes I get a little highfalutin, self-righteous. <laughs> Because y'all, why can't you get this, man? Why aren't you meditating three times a day like I do? Well, now that it doesn't come off that way, but that's really what is my ego. Right. Wow. Thank you for that. That's a, a, a great answer because it's really, uh, it's, it's kind of like I'm, I was asking the question for whoever, for them, but really the answer was for me. I'm like, you know, I, I really appreciate that from the, from the point of view of, just be, just vibrate, just be what you yeah, want to be in the world and then leave it at that. I yeah, because it, the, the universe, look look what's happening now. Now there are people who didn't live to see this, but look what's happening now all over the world, right? Because this is all products of civil rights marches. All of this, all of this. When, 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 that, when that Asian brother stood in front of that tank, that famous picture, he said, I got this from Dr. King. And, and even they got it from Gandhi. So, so this is not new stuff, but you know, first it was Gandhi, then it was King, and then it was here. Now the whole planet mm -hmm. is protesting and peacefully demonstrating. Mm -hmm. But if you worry about if it doesn't happen in my time, it happens when it's supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. And I think, and that's the purpose of our podcast um, is because, like you said, for those who are ready, then here it is. And because everybody is not going to be ready and that's perfectly fine because like you said, it could be whatever karma that they have to work out in this lifetime. And it may yeah. not be that to come to transformation or to gain enlightenment or whatever. But I, we do wanna offer um, people like yourself and like the subjects that we're talking about for people who want to become free. And you're already doing that. <laughs> you're doing that right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're already doing that, you know? So, so you don't have to, all, it's, it's like, you know what? It's like when, you, when you're dating and you want to get married 
And then when you get married, some marriages don't last because you start changing what you were doing that got you there. You are already doing that by having me on by your whole pocket. That's what you do. That's what y'all do. And so you just let the seeds go where they may. Somebody may hear you and right now and then three years from now, they may say, you know, I heard it's really weird. I heard Tesla and Cola, this brother and sister on the thing. So you don't know, but you don't have to know. Like the universe right. is saying, that's none of your business. Just right. do what I ask you to do. Right. I'll take care of that. I'll get to that. Right. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. And that's very encouraging because sometimes, you know, our people, we can be brutal sometimes. Yeah. You know? And so when I offer information or, or when I offer hope, on Facebook, I've gotten some backlash like you would not believe, but it's all good because like now, like in the um, the Bhagavad Gita, you know, where it talks about not being attached to the fruits of your actions mm-hmm. and how Don Miguel Ruiz talks about in the four mm-hmm. agreements, don't take anything personal. See, so now it doesn't have an effect, but I'm just, it just, you're just observing the stuckness and the contraction of our people. And so when you hear something that, you know, may sound too far-fetched, like something like you can extricate yourself from the narrative of racism, people are like, what are you talking about? You live in America. Like, how is that possible? And so when you say, well, I actually live it, you know, I live that life, you know, it's just like, it's almost as if we don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear that possibility. Because then we have to take responsibility for sure. our own lives. That's, there, there you go. But remember, you're not the only spiritual teacher who's ever had to go through that. That's par for the course. But the lesson in that, and to me, I can't tell you what your lesson is, but is that that's how you build acceptance of other people. Mm-hmm. Not tolerance, but acceptance. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, you know, this is what happens. I don't care whether you're in Palestine or whether you're in Memphis or whether you're Lao Tzu and yeah, you always go up against that, but that's a human evolution. So consider yourself in good company, (laughs) but you don't want to get caught up into why aren't they getting it? How come they can't see this? Because that's where you get into control Mm -hmm. and nobody want, nobody changes until they're ready to. Correct. Correct. And you know, you know, if, if a spaceship landed right out here, and people would still find something out that's, that's, it was a hologram. That's yeah. something else. So, you know, you know, they're just not ready yet. And I don't mean that in an arrogant way because I know in other lifetimes, I wasn't ready yet. When that guy said, you don't believe in UFOs, he probably said this ignorant, but, but you know, <laughs> but I, 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 I changed my mind open. But otherwise you can't be fully who you are because your energy is still trying to come on, come on. You can only go as fast as the slowest. Per- I'll give an example, a more earthly. Uh, Brother Biden is trying to reach out to Republicans to make this a fruitful four years. And I think that's good. But I also don't want him to waste, because he's only going to do the quarter. I don't want him to waste, I mean, the four years, I don't want him to waste a year and a half because when people, and you reach out to people, then you, you stop reaching out because you can't. Otherwise, you will be held hostage. 
So you have to say, brother, sister, we're going this way. I'll, I'll, I'll keep the porch light on, but I can't keep, because you holding us back and life always goes where? Forward. Because people can keep you in hostage in, in this thing and they can do it on purpose because I, I can keep them. Yeah, you know, hopefully by July, if these brothers and sisters are not reaching out, now you only got, you know, three and a half years left. Come on now. Yeah. So, so, so that, that's great points that you're making. And so as far as us moving forward in this discussion, I think we, we're, it's safe to say that if you are actually listening and you're actually getting into all of this, that you have already made these choices to, to keep pushing yourself forward more and transform your, your life more. So for those who are ready, for those who are listening, I'd like, uh, I know Tetra has something she wants to ask and, and, and get into as far as just getting into your, getting that transformation, get some, get some momentum behind it, mm -hmm. have some tools, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Sure. So I don't know, did you want to? Um, yeah, because what I want to share with our listening audience, this is a, a golden opportunity to understand that you don't have to remain where you are. Mm -hmm. that you don't have to continue to have the experiences that you are having if you're not enjoying them. Mm -hmm. So what Michael is offering us, and I want to uh, have him go more into the God-centered thinking, yeah. is what he is offering us is jewels of wisdom jewels of tools of how to transform. If you're ready for that transformation, you're in the right place mm -hmm. because you can, you actually control your life experiences, but it's us becoming aware of the fact that we do, because if not, then our energies is all over the place and we're manifesting stuff that we don't want. Yes. So Unconscious. unconsciously. Yeah. So yeah. when you start to wake up and become conscious and realize that you interact with the, with the universe on the daily and mm -hmm. every moment, and to mm -hmm. stay and abide in that type of awareness, then you start living a fruitful life and mm -hmm. you know that life that yeah. you. So, want. so, so in my in, in my book, God Consciousness, and you know it's just other metaphysical metaphysical, metaphysical truths. I mean, your 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 teacher Wayne Dry. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at begin to change. Mm -hmm. And so, um, for me, it all started out with being having gratitude, being thankful. Uh, Meister Eckhart, the 15th century German mystic said, if the only prayer you said every day was thank you, that would be enough. And it doesn't have to be grandiose stuff. You're just thankful that you got up. Thankful that maybe, like I have asthma, it's well controlled now. But I, I had to learn early on, and there were times when I thought I was going to die, I had to thank my lungs. That we, you know, you know we got this far, man. Ooh, it got a little scary. But, you know, just to be thankful for the, the mundane and the everyday. The other thing I do is the first thing I do when I get up in the morning um, is um, I read, whether it's poetry or whether it's a book of affirmations, whether it's um, you know something from science of mind or something, I put something positive in my head to start the day. Mm -hmm. Because many people get up and they turn on Facebook and they, or they turn on the news and then they get, oh my God, COVID this, COVID that, and you know, the deficit and another, I'm not saying those are not important things. And then you put, then you pour caffeine over top of that. And then you wonder why you want to, you know, jump out the window. Yeah. So, you know, like garbage in, garbage out, like with the computers. So the more you feel, it's, it's reprogramming yourself. Mm. And it's not Pollyanna. It's not Pollyanna, but you've got, it's just the basic, it's just saying thank you. 
thank you that I got up this morning. I mean, we, you know, our, you know, we, that was in church, right? You know, just thankful for another day. Uh, thankful for the friends you have. Thankful that you don't have COVID. Thankful that, um, you know, you may not have everything you want, but you're not sleeping outside. I mean, it's just the, the beginning of any spiritual path is, gener is, is generosity, but it's also gratefulness. Yeah. That, that to me, that is key. And, and, um, and then start noticing the beauty around you. I mean, uh, uh, I, I, you know, I used to hate winter, even though I love the East Coast. And, you know, I just love the crisp air, the, 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 the chill sometimes, just to be grateful for what's around me, because it can be gone. It can be gone just like that. And so now, and then when people start bombarding you, Sometimes you may have to watch a little less TV or just be um, cognizant of the negativity that, that you take on. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and, and, and that takes time to look at in my, you know, my own negativity. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I'll go like, man, we're going to kill ourselves. And we may. But then I have to say, well, but no, you can't send that vibration out. Right. All right. And you may not even you may really believe that you may kill ourselves. But after a while, if you start just changing that, you start changing uh, uh, your surroundings and the, the right book comes your way. The right person comes your way. But what will freak you out is that people will say, you know, I, Michael, there's something about him. I, I'm, I'm going to have to let that brother go. But that's OK. My, I'm, I'm starting to, my frequency starting to change. And so yeah. when that changes, People will drop off, but people who need to be in your life will come. And the other thing I will say, I say by my book, God Consciousness, because I go into it. Uh, but the other thing I say is that you got to, this is a, this is a marathon, not a sprint. And so there are going to be times when you're going to feel stuck. Be gentle with yourself. You're changing the way you look at things, mm -hmm. you know, because it's all going to start here and it's here. So, it's starting thank you, here thank and you here, so much. you know? Yeah. And and, and I, I want to talk on that a little bit. Um, I know we're winding down and um, OK. What? So, yeah. Oh, I know. Because um, I want you <laughs> to speak on God-centered thinking. Um, and I know it's in your book, uh, God Consciousness. And we're going to put all of this in the show notes, ladies and gentlemen, so you can get um, the information. But Michael, you just spoke on frequency and vibration. And what I want our audience to know is that the universe is responding to your frequency and your vibration all the time. All the time. So that you are actually attracting and inviting experiences that are reflecting your frequency and your vibration. So it's very important for you to be aware of it. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and, and for people who may not know what that means, it's like, have you ever shook someone's hand? And you got this feeling like, mm, I don't know if I really like this person. I'm just feeling something from this person. Or, or you know, or you trust your gut. Mm -hmm. um, you know, my mom used to say, my grandmother, usually the first thought that comes to you is the right one, you know, and you got to trust that. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what we're talking about. We're talking about your intuition. We're talking about your feelings. And football players don't hang out with chess players. Not that they're bad, but you kind of hang out with people right. who vibrate. Yeah. And if you yeah. want to change your life and your world, then you may have to let some things and some people go. Mm -hmm. When you're following your dream, when you try to better in yourself, 
you what you're not only are you changing, but you're forcing other people to change. And we know that the only person who likes change is a wet baby. People do not like to change. Okay, I don't want to change, but I need to. So, so, so when you start to change, just notice who sticks around, who has to go. But try to notice it without judgment. Yes, that's going to be hard, and you work your way there. This is not going to happen tomorrow. But you know, because people have their path. It doesn't make them bad. It just means that they have a, a destiny to fulfill just like you do. So when you notice this change, you'll notice who's in your life, who's out. Notice the synchronicities. Uh, that's a, you know, if you don't like that language, notice who God puts in your life and who takes out. Notice this, boy, that seemed like that came out of nowhere. Einstein said, God does not play dice. The universe is intelligent. Mm-hmm. And as you learn to trust it, what you need will come. I yes. tell the audience that how many times have you been in a jam and you start to panic, but sometimes if you breathe and you meditate, well, you just say, you know what? I've been through this before. Maybe it's a little different, but I got through that. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That job came when I needed it. Yeah. That person came when I needed it. Yeah. And I read somewhere and I forgot where I get this from, but I, I, I try to live my life by this, that um, the how is not our domain. The how yeah. is the universe's domain. So like when you want to do something and it seems so far fetched, but you have a deep desire and yearning to do it, go for it. Don't try to figure out how it's going to happen. That's not your domain. Yes. Who said that? Uh, Les Brown used to say, if you can find out the why of life, you can endure any how. Mm. The how will come. Yes. Mm. But 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 that's the thing. You get you you if you send the idea out, I want to find a date. I want somebody who's going to start treating me well. Okay, now you've put that out there. Okay, you may have to kiss a few a few frogs, but eventually, if that's what you really want, yep. and, and and what you think you deserve, because you can say I deserve to be treated well in this relationship. But if you don't, you know, you may be saying I'm blessed and highly favored and life is kicking you in the ass every day. Okay. So you got to believe it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it will come. It's it's as sure as night follows day. So let's talk a little bit about taking complete responsibility for yourself. Because see, when you begin to switch your frequency and your vibration, right? There are some things that are just not going to come to you because they just don't match your frequency anymore. And even if the person comes to you, they don't, they don't necessarily react to you in the way that they would normally react because you're on a different frequency. So I'm going to use the police as an example. Uh, if you're on a certain vibrational level, then you are going to have a completely different experience with a cop that pulls you over. So if you're vibrating on a higher level, that cop is going to interact with you differently because of your vibration. Mm -hmm. And nobody can get around that because that is just like that universal energy that is so strong that, you know, that is the superpower. Mm -hmm. But if you're on the lower vibrational energy and perhaps this cop is too, well, then there you go. That experience is going to manifest that lower vibrational unwanted experience. Can I can I add this just on that same example? The chances are if you are already working on, on your frequency and your vibration, but you decided you wanted to drive faster than normal, 
chances are even the one who comes to pull you over, you've already only attracted that which gets you into the, that that matches your frequency in that sense. Yeah, see, you don't see, have to yeah, necessarily have use your frequency to wiggle out of something. It's it's most likely already been weaved in that in that direction anyway. That's been my experience. I don't even run into the the the, the bigger issue or problem in the first place, even if I have a challenge. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, now. See, this is where I wrestle with. So I want to be really careful because I don't want to start. I don't want to put out there that brother Floyd got killed because his vibration was too low. Sometimes people with high vibration get in trouble, right? We just named Jesus. We just named Gandhi. We just named, so, and, and, and there's other variables. There's karma. There's maybe what you chose. So I want to be really careful. Absolutely. Because otherwise people will walk out of here saying those folks were saying that my brother-in-law got shot or whatever. Of course, the chances are higher that, depending on a whole bunch of variables. Yes. But if you are vibrating at a higher level, and by that I mean if you have a daily prayer practice, if you do have a meditation practice, that sometimes these situations can come out in your favor because you've kind of done the work, if you will. But I, I mean, for me, that's as far as I can go with that because I know that you can do that and you can still end up like, I mean, are we gonna say brother Aubrey dry, jogging had a bad vibration? That's hard to say. No, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. And thank you for um, taking yeah, responsibility and clarifying that. that with us. You're absolutely right. And some things, you know, and like you said, a lot of different variables come into play. Yeah. Right? Soul contracts come into play, you know, in yeah. order to, you know, shake up society. And sometimes people just get killed. I mean, some people, you know, they got their angels around them and something happens and they die, you know, so, and that's a lot of stuff. Yeah, but, it's so layered. It's so, yeah, so layered. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say that um, if you're sending out a vibration um, for the most part, it will, it will, you, it will keep you out of some situations. Yes. That if you're, if you're vibrating on a higher level, but it's not a formula. And there are people who vibrate on a higher level and untoward things can happen. Right. Um, I, I, going back to you though, I was just reading something the other day. Now I get it, but there, a, a brother got shot, cops pulled him over, he started running. See, that's the worst thing you can do. Whether you, if you, you know, and then people say, well, why'd you get shot? Well, the cops, what do they know? You know what I mean? They need different training. If, 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 if you just start running, you increase your, so there's the fear vibration, whether it's justified or not. There's the fear vibration. Nothing good's gonna come of that, okay? You could be innocent, but if a cop pulls you over or whatever, and, and, and you're a man of color in America, and, if, and, and instead of just stopping and going, okay, officer, what if you just go, you, you yes. got to take the responsibility. The point I'm trying to make is I was going to say that I said to myself, brother, why'd you run? Because mm -hmm. you give them an excuse now to do what they want to do. He ran. Right. So, so I'm just, I just want to put that out there as well.
Yeah, thank you so much for, um, like Koa said, that clarity and uh, clearing us, clearing that up for us. And it's um, it's already our hour is up. But um, yeah, so if we can just uh, touch really quick on like taking responsibility for ourselves. What did I do? What did, how did my, how do I show up in this situation? Whether it's an argument with your mother or, you know, you get yeah. fired from a job, like, yeah you know, not to always be so quick to claim victim, like this happened to me. Yes. What did I do? How did I participate? Yeah, well, you you said it. The, the, the point is, is, and you know, how, or, you, or another way you could say it is, how could I have responded differently? Yes. You know, I had, I had, a, I had some words with my daughter yesterday and she's 14 and we're very close, but we're also very similar. And it wasn't knock down, drag out, but you know, we, you know, we were firm with each other and I wanted to be that way. And then uh, her feelings were hurt, but so were mine, but I'm the adult. And so that night, and well, last night, you know, I just had to say, hey, could I have responded differently to that? And, and, and forgive myself for not, and just saying, cause life will send the same lesson back to you until you get it. Then maybe now, because I've thought it through, because you, you know, you can be victimized, but you're not a victim. You can, you do, you can change your life. You are somebody. You can you can you can make something out of your life and each situation in your life. You can do that. Not make and if you decide not to, that's okay. But you have to remember that not making a decision is a decision. Yeah. You are responsible. If there's a judgment, which I don't believe in, but if there's someone that's going, maybe it's a life review. But you know, I, I can't say, hey, ma'am, okay, but what about uh, Tesra and Cole? What? Why aren't you talking about? No, no, we're not talking about them. We're going to get to them. We're talking about your life. Mm -hmm. This is your life here. Okay? Because when, when you die, well, if you cremate it, you cremate it. But if you get buried, only one person gets in the box. <laughs> one, one, one to a box. <laughs> okay? We, we don't want to hear about what so-and-so. No, 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 no. I'm talking about you, Michael. So, right. you know, take some responsibility. Yeah, you, you like you, uh, thank you for that first of all uh and to add on to that or i had an a thought behind that like yeah. what for me it's like i have found certain formulas or certain things to be just how things work it's like like even these walls in our house you have to do the plaster in the construction part then you can paint it white or blue or whatever you don't paint rubble and then put the plaster on after it's like it goes in that way it just snowed out here in new york the snow don't start from the ground and then go up to the class it just doesn't go that way so i have found that when i'm in situations or when things go a certain way i've seen the the formula be it starts with me in yeah. one way or another and yeah. then yeah there's I other players there's other people there's other there's other energies but i i know where to start from and then work my way outward. And so sometimes you can forget that or things can be so terrible. And it seems like somebody, yeah. something else has done all of this. I can't believe I'm a part of this. Right. Then when I stop and remember the formula, it's like, oh, right. Let me, yeah. okay, let me back, hold up a second. Yeah. But where was I? What was my, what was I thinking? What was I feeling? What was I? You start from that same point. And it's tough because sometimes it really seems like it's every it's everybody but you, you know. So it's easier. Yeah, it's, and, it, and it's and it's easier to be like, I can't believe yeah. that all this is happening to me. You know, I can get into no, that. No, I, I agree. I agree. I, I I think though that 
Um, again, it's multi-layered. I mean, that's why Viktor Frankl, I think it was Viktor Frankl, maybe wrote the book, no, Rabbi Kirshner, whatever. Why do good things, why do bad things happen to good people? This is what happens in life. And you can take that and go, well, I'm not going to be good to people. Look what happened to Gandhi. Look what happened to King. Look what happened to, him. but you know, and, 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 but again, you're right. It's, you know, it's not either or, it's both end. Yes. You live in Harlem. Okay. So I used to live in Harlem. And so there were my interactions with police. Um, but I knew that if I was coming from a certain way, I could navigate it. But I also know that some people couldn't navigate it or it could always go a different way. So yeah, I just want to make room of it. for, because they're not only, you have to make room because then you start blaming people, but there are other forces out there who use a more crass form of that. And they just say, well, see, see what happened. So that way they don't have to take responsibility for their actions in the dominant culture. Mm-hmm. So, so sometimes they have to take responsibility too. Mm-hmm. Your biases got in the way there. Right. And this is what happened. But if I just say, well, well, they, they were on the wrong vibration. It was a criminal vibration. It was da, da, da. Then I don't have to look at me and I can use this metaphysical formula to affirm my own bias. Mm. I can do that. So it's a nice That's little balance that you're talking about. You have to yeah, build- because you see it happening. You see it happening. Uh, uh, also, people think, you know? And, and quickly, um, you know, taking that responsibility, it, it, it totally lies on both parties. Yes. Right? Because even um, we're sticking with cops so we can stay there. Even a cop has to look back and say, hmm, could have I responded differently? Did- they can, but if they're not trained to do that, exactly. if they're not right. at that place on right. their own level, because usually they aren't. You right. know what I mean? Cops are, a lot of them were in the military. You know, like you, it's like, it's like generals uh, and, and national security. Everybody is a national security threat. Whether it's a UFO, whether it's Iran, that's cops see criminals everywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's yeah. what they do. Right, that's what so they're trained to see. Right. Their their consciousness is at a different place. So that's when we talk about reform. Like that's that's where we want to start the reform is in the personal transformation. So that when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. That goes for everyone, no matter it what does. occupation that it, you it have. Do, it, it does, but it has to be a little more focused than that. Yeah, so into, what you right. do is you yeah. read out, you have to have a, a vetting process that, you know what, you'd be a good candidate to be a cop. Mm-hmm. Right, okay, right. so not just, yeah. well, I'll just hire you. You were in Vietnam, thanks for your service. And you'd be like, but I may not be ready. I may still be in Vietnam in my head. I yeah, right. so, so, so it's got, it's got, you, you don't want to be so heavenly minded that you know earthly good. Right. Mm. Mm. Okay. So what would that look like? I can say the way, I, the, 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 you know, if I change the way to look at things, the things I look at to change, what would that look like? That would say, you know, we need a new vetting process when we start getting recruits and cadets for the police. Yep. Department. Yep. Mm. yep. I'm bringing this ethereal platonic kind of idea, what have you, but what does it look like down here on paper? Mm-hmm. Okay, because there are a lot of people that got these nine millimeters. That's the last, that's the last job they should have. Yeah. Mm. It's the last job. Wow, thank you. Thank you so sure. much for, for bridging, especially that bridging that practicality. Yeah, you got to bring it down. Those, those spiritual practices and meeting in the yeah. middle, for sure. That's why people say this new age stuff, I don't want to hear. It's not new age, obviously. It's not new age. But they think it is, but they say because and, and a lot of times we have to look at ourselves because 
you, you got to, how can I meet this? What does it look like? It's one thing to say all people are created equal, but now I need to know, well, what does that look like? Does that look like I don't get followed around in the store? Does that look like um, universal health care? It has to come from the kumbaya stage to what does justice look like? It's one thing to say that all people are created equal. So let's see what that looks like, like Cornell West talks about. Otherwise, they're just platitudes. They're just platitudes. Right. Yeah. Right. They're yeah. just nice things to say. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Right, well, um, okay, so up, yeah, but... it's a uh, tool nine. Um, and then I just wanted to touch on when we were talking about the delusion of separation and how you were saying we even think that we're separated from nature. And I think that is so important. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just for our audience, especially our community, it's just really important to know that we are connected to the all there is. Yeah. And that what I do to you, well, we're seeing that now. I do to me. If I keep raping and pillaging and plummeting the earth, if I keep polluting the air, well, Mother Nature's going to go now. See, it's not mm. nice to fool me. I told y'all to stop. And so, and so we see it. So, what we do to the planet, we do to right. ourselves. Right. We pollute right? the planet. We're polluting ourselves. We got to live with yeah. that pollution. <laughs> we're the only people who will uh, 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 kill down a hundred, cut down a hundred trees to write on a piece of paper that we're, we're killing the trees. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that. <laughs> I, mean, I, I swear to God. <laughs> we're gonna get all, right on all these papers, we're killing the trees. <laughs> That's terrible. And we're right on the dead trees. Right right on the dead. I mean, oh my God. I, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's a mess. Even worse, we, we, we gotta stop killing the trees. Gotta stop yeah, killing. yeah, 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 right yeah. Well, I'm gonna kill you to show you that killing is wrong. Right. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I'm gonna put you to death because I want you to killing people is wrong. Like I said, Ray Charles can see what what that doesn't even begin to make sense. Um, well, you, you know, we could we could fun. hang out here all, all yeah, that's what she was saying well, about that. Part two. Another hour, another time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you have shed so much insight and wisdom and you have put it in such a beautiful practical way that um i really hope that you know somebody in the audience you know is a little light bubble come on <laughs> you, you know, know it will tashra you know it will otherwise yeah. you wouldn't still be doing this mm. sure come on keep going yeah, yeah right. keep I, and listen just hear me out i know this could be off the record i'm not saying don't be concerned because we want to know we're doing well. That's natural. But some people can get so caught up into that, that they're so busy looking at the results. Mm -hmm. And sometimes those results don't happen right away. And if you can't take that, man, you can always be on edge, you know? Right. You know, you, I, went to, your website, I went to your website. You take, go to the website. You're doing it. Mm -hmm. You're giving the people the loaves and the fishes. Of course you are. You're raising the vibration. If you weren't, if you weren't, people wouldn't be watching. They wouldn't be watching. So just trust that. And be concerned. Yeah, well, let's look and see what our ratings are today. Of course you want to do that. But, you know, I, I want to do it. But I just want you to know, but you don't want to get stuck there. Right, caught up in that and become identified they go up with and that. down. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, people are fickle. Oh, um, what's your website? Uh, just so, yeah, everybody listening. Oh, it's it's um oh god, it's michaeljscarter.com. Okay. And you can write me. I respond. I'm trying to respond more. You can um 
You can email me. Yeah, I will respond. Some people have called. Um, if I have the time, I will return your call. If it's not, you know, if you're not talking bad about my mother or something, but if you don't agree with me. But I will tell you, yeah. So Ancient Aliens is on tomorrow and uh, they'll repeat it. Or you can go look at repeats because I've been doing this off and on since 2015. But um, look out, go to Barnes and Nobles and click on and see if you like what you see in the books. But the, the William Shatner thing is supposed to air next month. I think it's called, uh, uh, the working title was William Shatner Meets Ancient Aliens. And it's myself, a bunch of scientists, a rabbi, um, um, Eric Van Doniken is on from Switzerland, Linda Morton Howell, who's the Japanese brother, Mikayu, um, he, he's the quantum physicist. Oh, is it the crazy hair, who's that? He, <laughs> oh, no, no, I don't know about. Silver hair, he's on, and okay. we're just kicking it, we're just kicking it about like, UFOs. Yeah. It, it, it was hard for them to get into the the spiritual part mm. because they were real nuts and bolts. And I, at first I was sitting there trying to be nice, but then I said, if I don't speak up, I'm not, because they were just talking, we were talking all over, but it was a good conversation. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's well worth it. Well, wonderful. Okay, so folks, we have to wrap up with Reverend Michael J.S. Carter, AKA Michael. Uh, it has been such a pleasure yes. speaking to you, but I do have a surprise question. Yes. What is your, your favorite go-to curse word? Oh, wow. Probably the F word. Mm. The F word. That's, that, that's the winner. That has that been the winner. That's one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's been the winner in different languages. Goodness. Yes. Yeah. That's probably it. <laughs> the F uh, yeah. Not every time. <laughs> yeah. 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 When okay. I was younger, it used to be MF, but. <laughs> you truncated it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't have time to say the motherfucker. Yeah, too many syllables. Just yeah, come cool. on. So um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much. So do you have any parting wisdom? Parting, um, I know you say that go one day without giving advice, but we're gonna ask for your advice today. No, you know what? Just to know that that people are basically good. I know I was brought up and you know, people were basically bad. That's what the Baptist, you know, it was, they're all sinners and we're going to help. But people are basically good. And you, and, and what you put out does come back. Uh, uh, that's, that's not personal. That's just a universal law. Science calls it cause and effect. You can say you reap what you sow. Even our intelligence agencies, they call it blowback. You know, when we meddle in other people's countries and then we get like things like 9-11, they call it blowback. Now they may not be very religious, but what they're saying is what we put out came back so why not put out something nice it comes back to you i swear it will well you have put out a whole lot of nice stuff to us today yes. so and may it come back to you seven times fold well, thank you listen, so much I, we, you. we can do it again anytime you want i wish you both a merry everything and a happy always thank you thank you, you namaste namaste be good don't get sick <laughs> Don't get sick. Oh, okay? hold on before we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and end, but I have a question for you. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram at I am not that underscore podcast. And if you have any questions or any comments of any kind, we'd love to hear from you. That would be our email address is I am not that podcast at gmail.com. I am not that podcast at gmail.com. So, yes, we'd love to hear from you.
Until next time.